Welcome to the MMA Roadshow, episode number 324. My name is John Morgan. Cold Coffee is with me. What? As is an extra special guest. Always fun when Hot Tea is with us. Oscar Willis from the World MMA Award nominated <laughs> TheMacLife.com. Thanks so much for having me again, boys. It's such a pleasure. Ah, we appreciate you having And by the way, Phoenix, Arizona. Now, UFC 263 out of Sanya versus Vittori 2 is technically in Glendale, Arizona. It's a little bit of a drive, but we're in downtown Phoenix right now. And I got to say, I'm kind of digging the spot we're in right now. I mean, a, a person just walked past holding a baby in a crash helmet. Literally, I mean, you know, that sounds like a joke. Literally, that just happened. I just saw that happen. I mean, so. it's, a, it's a cool place here. Uh, we got recommended. It's, I'm just going to throw it out there. The Cornish Pasty Company in downtown Phoenix. Uh, a local journalist. I'm not sure if, uh, if everybody's familiar with this gentleman. Uh, he, he, uh, he is a mixed martial arts journalist. I'm not exactly sure where he works, but his name is Jose Youngs. <laughs> he is a, a Phoenix resident. Um, and he tags along sometimes. He, he, he's never amazing. Yes, he covers oh, him. I, I see him at the USC event sometimes. Uh, I, I, I think I, I've, I've seen him on the road every now and then. I believe he may have gone to, to Abu Dhabi once or something. I'm not sure. But anyway, he said this would be the spot to go. And I got to say, man, he has not steered us wrong. We're in the upstairs bar right now. Uh, look, I'm just going to say it at this point. Life is back to normal, damn it. Uh, you know, Florida was a little weird. Yeah. Houston was a little better. At this point, dude, we just we just we just back in it now. Yeah. Balls deep. <laughs> yes, balls deep it is. No, it's nice. It's nice to walk around the town and like uh, we haven't been wearing masks. Everybody's been doing their thing, but nobody's flaunting it. Nobody's being crazy about it. Everybody's just getting on with life. The weather's been wonderful. Um, yeah, it feels like it feels like we're like we're back. And this is the way the road show's supposed to be. We we had this on the amazing road. concept for an MMA podcast that would be about traveling around and covering mixed martial arts events. And what did we do? We stayed home for a year. But now we're back out in the pub, packed pub, uh, frosty uh, beverages. Uh, allegedly an English pub, mm -hmm. might I add. Uh, you, can, you can let us know how you feel about that. I don't I – don't, uh, I think uh, you know how I feel about that. Yeah. It yeah. says the bathrooms don't stink enough. <laughs> well, to be fair, me and John just stood out the bathroom for 15 minutes because I thought someone was in there and they wasn't. I, you know, I just thought the door was locked. We've had quite the day. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, we had probably the greatest press conference that I can remember, at least in recent history. And we'll get to all that. I'm sure that's what people want to hear about. But oh, yeah. the real important stuff is, yes, I just stood in a bathroom, outside a bathroom for 10 minutes because I thought we were waiting on somebody because Mr. Oscar Willis right here is like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, there's somebody in there, man. The, do the door's locked. I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. And then we just kept sitting there and uh, sitting there. I'm like, are, are you – I was like, well, maybe there's – two people in there, you know, and we'll just kind of yeah. stay away. So I got on the floor, thing. looked under the door crack and went, no, 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 I only see one pair of shoes. And then five minutes later, I was at literally five minutes, I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll rattle the door handle to sort of scare them. Just open, no one in there. Don't know what I was looking at. So what were the shoes that you thought you saw? I think the bar from stool, to be honest with you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point of the night that we're in with hot tea. By the way, uh, now that's that's his story. I'll t dude, we have an interesting story this afternoon where uh, Tony Ferguson picked us up in oh, an yes Uber, which was, which was pretty interesting. It was great. Um, it was not Tony Ferguson, but it, it looked. It was his doppelganger. To, to be Almost. honest, if you left it at Tony Ferguson picks up an Uber, anyway, everyone would be like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I believe no. it. Of course it did. So we're waiting for an Uber outside after the press conference was over, 
and uh, a car pulls up. Now we're waiting on a. On a we're waiting for a white car, a white a, Kia, a white Kia, a red Kia. Racist. A red car pulls over, <laughs> and uh, stops and jumps out. I was like, "Hey!" And we're like, and the dude jumps out and says, "Hey!" But this was right after I was like, as he drove by, I was like, "Dude, that looks just like Tony Ferguson." And he kind of honked, waved, and then he pulled over. And when he pulled over, I was like. Oh, he's pulling over to talk to John. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I was like, "I was like, does Tony live in Phoenix?" No. And I was like, "No, but Tony doesn't really live anywhere." <laughs> but this cat gets out. He's got he's got the reflective shades on. Yep. He's got the exact same haircut. He's got the exact same facial hair. He's got the ears kind of stick out a little bit. For a second, we really thought. To, I, I, well, first. It didn't make sense that it was an actual Uber driver. That Tony, yeah. Fer- like Tony Ferguson, just like, well, last fight didn't go the way I wanted. I thought maybe at Uber a little. Again, bit. though, <laughs> if someone told you that was the case, would you really take that long to believe no! it? No, I believe no! that in ten minutes. He's the only guy on the roster that I would go like, yeah, that's definitely Tony. You Ferguson. know, went somehow it factors into his training routine. Yeah, no, I went, I went to a fishmonger's the other day, and Tony Ferguson carved me up a bit of salmon. You'd be like, oh yeah, shit, fuck, <laughs> that's weird. Like you just that would be it. That's what it was. And uh, then as we got closer, we realized it wasn't Tony Ferguson. So we got a little bit less exciting. But for a minute, I thought, oh, we're gonna get an Uber ride from Tony Ferguson. This is gonna be an interesting story for the road show. <laughs> well, you'd definitely not be on the road show because you'd be dead now. Slightly less fun. interesting. Slightly. Less interesting. All right, let's let's talk about the press conference. We'll get to Clarissa Shields, by the way, because as we sit here, PFL's in the books. Clarissa Shields uh, did pick up a, a win in her MMA debut, and we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Do we want to get into that right away, or do we want to talk about this press conference? We got to talk about this press conference. Or do you want to give me some quick thoughts on Clarissa Shields? Is it, since it's just happened, it's fresh. It's well, as, as her head. biggest fan, apparently, um, we're, we're getting very into it. At, yes, at well, the bar, I was very excited. Uh, I think that uh, she. I'm gonna. How do I say this? without sounding like a dickhead. I think she exposed some holes in her game that perhaps need some work on. Um, but none that weren't expected. No, I, I think against the cage, her athleticism really he- helps her out and, and, and gets opponents off her. But when she's on her back on the canvas, got a little bit of, yeah. little bit of ground to cover. Um, and I think, I don't want to say the word lucky, but perhaps maybe, you know, smashing the bitch in the head, in the, th- the, the opponent in the head in the third round. Yeah, I don't know. No, I was happy. I, I, I was happy she won because I, I I genuinely admire that she. No, no, you went out there. You went out there and interviewed her out in Albuquerque, and so yeah. you kind of had some affinity for her, right? Coming well, into the fight, you yeah. were like, you. I mean, you you were. Well, listen, when you're just hanging out in a bar, this is right. Yeah, we can yeah, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're not being a fan at that point, right? Like you're just kind of hanging out doing anything. You're not being. You don't have to be an official journalist. You were. Che- I mean, you were openly cheering, but but how do you not? I mean, you're, well, you're seeing it, because I think we all have a lot of respect for her, right? Like we've seen. All these boxers say, hey, come on, MMA fighter, come do my thing. And you're like, well, no, we know how that goes. Why don't yeah. you come do ours? And she's doing it. And I, I think, you know, when well, you interviewed her, you, you just you, you, you had some fondness for I, her. I spent a couple of days with her. I thought she was very, very – like, she was great to be around. She was very amicable. I, I thought she was actually – despite her public persona, which is quite brash, I actually thought when she was – the cameras were off, she's actually very a meek, little, like, quite shy girl, which you wouldn't expect. So I, that made me – that endeared her to me more. And I just kind of admire the balls of it. Like, you know, as you said, it's always come over to boxing, come over to boxing. Why? Well, because don't worry about it. Just come over to boxing. Right. So I admire her gumption for doing it. And so I kind of wanted to, listen, as we said during the fight, there's a ceiling for how far she can reach. That Just because boxing as a base skill in MMA is not going to win you a world title. Right. It just isn't. But I admire the gumption. I wanted to see her succeed. So I was kind of... I was kind of bummed when she got taken down, and not to say anything against her opponent, 
whose name I don't know. That shows how much interest I had in that fight. But, uh, you know, she, she had full mount. She couldn't finish her. I'm sure there's multiple times she could have if she was maybe a step above. So that shows how much Clarissa has to learn. But uh, I'm, I'm glad she got the win, man, because it would, it would really, for me, it would really suck if the first world-class boxer who genuinely took a step in got starched and then everyone just shit on him. Right, and just and totally then, deflate and, everything. And then the rest would never do it again. You know, I, I would rather a boxer come in, have some a modicum of success and build so we can actually... It's not even I want to see these cross-sports fights, but if we're going to go over there, like I'd like to see them come over here, and I don't want this girl to just get starched and everyone just you know shitting it right away. I agree. No, listen, I mean, look, she had the deficiencies that I think we knew we were going to see, right? I mean, obviously her grappling game is not going to be up to par with somebody that's been training... Just even basic MMA, you're not going to have the basic. Dude, even basic someone, even someone who didn't introduce like, a, a white belt uh, with one strike, right, can tap Clarissa out all day. There's no question about it. There's no question. But I think exactly what you said is true because she did. Hey, look, she showed the ability to sprawl. She showed some pretty decent athleticism. As you said, the power, the strength is there. Her punching power, like every time she unleashes her punches, you're like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, if that lands, it's hurting somebody. But I we actually fit. We actually physically laughed when she threw with a, a huge, intent. Yeah. We, we, all the, there was about six of us watching. Every time she threw, all of us went, <laughs> like everyone knew. But I think the point that you said that, that is most accurate is when she's on her back, she was kind of stuck there. And, and just holding for a, a, a stand-up, and that's not going to work, man. You have got to be you know, getting the arms inside, framing. You've got to be uh, you know, turning to hips. You've got to be moving around. And she wasn't doing that. And that, that concerned me a little bit. But, again, fight number one, national stage. I don't know. It's essentially like were nerves there or not? I wonder if she'd admit to that. Like, I mean, I think there'd have to be some nerves, despite oh, cool. how to. despite how high she's performed. You know? No, I, I think there'd have to be nerves, and I think uh, you know, listen, she's an an Olympic athlete. She's been a high level competitor for years, so her nerves compared to an amateur just fighting for the first time probably different. You right. Know, probably measured nerves or something. But uh, I do wonder if. She maybe underestimated. So I watched her sparring. I watched her spar, but the, the people she was sparring against were kind of smaller than her. So she was able to use that physical strength to just sort of fuck them off, you know? So I wonder if maybe she'll. She's very, very smart. Like, her combat IQ is very, very intelligent. So I wonder if she'll take this fight and be like, damn, I really underestimated how uh, any woman will just go for the. You know, just go for the takedown. Right. You know, no one's going to want to stand with me. My sparring partners will indulge me and stand with me for a little bit. But actually, in real life, they're, they're going for the legs. So I wonder if maybe that will affect her. That's an interesting point, too. Like, in sparring, they'll kind of give you a little bit of different looks. Like, you know, they in a real fight, they they're not going to bother. Yeah, they want to build your confidence, right? So, yeah, we'll stand on the feet, and, okay, you rock me, then I'll go for a kind of half-fight takedown or something right. like that. So I wonder if there's a bit of that. Um, because certainly, I, I felt in the first round she got taken down, she looked great. Like in terms of facial expression, she looked very calm, which I was I was happy to see. In the second round, less so. A lot of panic. More panic. Yeah, like as you, you said, know? like punching up from your back. Yeah, which, which never, I was, yeah. That's, that doesn't work. I believe at the time that happened, I said very calmly, I would not advise to do that. Correct. I think I it think, was something like that. I think I think there may have been a few more expletives involved, and may have been a little bit higher volume, but yeah. something <laughs> like that. Slightly higher volume. Cold coffee. What do you think? I mean, do, are are you excited to see where Shields goes from here? Or, or I mean, she's got. A, I mean, I'm excited because I like what she the name value that she brings what it seemed to me was that the people that she's training with is not giving her the proper go um i think she had the confidence that when somebody would get on top of her that all she had to do was work to the cage and she would get up and i wonder how much these training partners are letting her get up because it seemed to me just like you said she wasn't doing some of the things that we see even basic people start to do to get up she right. just sort of resolved herself 
if she didn't have the the pure strength and ability that she had to sort of just spring into these moments where she would see sort of an opening and she would just sort of brute force her opponent off of her, she had no answer for it. But even her brute force nearly got into trouble. Like if, if I got, it almost got her in a couple times as well. She, she, she gave she, up her arm. She, she, she was giving her up her and back. It, and against anyone who was mildly better, the arm bar was there all day, right. let's be honest. And the crucifix was there. As clear as fucking right. day. I think that's the big difference is that this uh, this opponent didn't either have the level or the desire to, to make the moves to finish it, you know. And then and then she decided to just take the dive later on, you know. So. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> I forget what the payout agreement was. Do you know what's funny, what like, wow. you know funny is that I was actually about to make a joke about being like, and then she, you know, and then she and, the, and then she And I was like, well, the, no, that's a bad thing to do. Fucking cold coffee <laughs> over here just smashing I'm just it. making hot takes, just doing hot takes. But no, I mean, we, uh, we get around people again and things just go crazy. No, uh, but like we did it right in our own in his house. <laughs> we did okay her hands, her hand. Obviously, she has power. She has her hands look great. I mean, I think she just has a, has a lot of work. I mean, anybody that thinks that this was, uh, you know, a, an well, opponent man. that was set up to win, this was an opponent that was set up to lose. You know, and uh, she got the win. She got the victory, but. Um, I don't think people, or I don't think PFL was expecting it to be that much of a trouble for her. Probably I think not. they were expecting her to land a couple big shots. And if she would have landed those early shots, she would have knocked her out. She was well, going yeah. But she missed. She, she, when she threw heavy. Uh, when she was on the ground, she fucking destroyed Even her. on the ground was, yeah. Yeah, but when she threw heavy, like you could, you could tell as soon as, the, the, as soon as the girl saw the punch, she was like, oh, fuck. You know, don't she wanted no part yeah. of it, you know? Don't worry that. It was just the decline was so quick in that in that last bit. I was like, what happened to the opponent? You know, she was there and there. Money. And, then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden wasn't. And it was just like, wow, I don't remember seeing her. But, I mean, she was she was doing a lot of, Which you is know, Because her opponent has such stuff, a reputation so as this real The poor girl's name is Brittany Elkin. Okay? I know what her name was. I know <laughs> what her name was. You didn't. The opponent, the opponent, the opponent. You did not know her name. Oh, I man. did. That's hilarious. Hey, by the way, I did want to throw one thing out. Uh, as well, just if anybody's interested, uh, it's there's been. I mean, there's so much MMA going on this week. There, there was PFL night. There's Bellator tomorrow. Of course, there's UFC on Saturday. Uh, Icon Seven is on uh, UFC Fight Pass from Mexico um, on Friday night. Uh, yes, fr- wait, Friday night or Saturday? Night? Yeah, it's Friday night. Uh, but Amanda Serrano. So if you're interested in another, this is crazy. Amanda Serrano is the number three pound for pound boxer in the world right now, according to ESPN. And she's fighting in the main event there uh, against Valentina Garcia in an MMA fight uh, in Mexico on Icon. Oh, so that's yeah. on USC Fight Pass. So, man, you look at it. I, I think I think basically the ESPN's pound for pound rankings right now are, are Clarissa Shields, Katie Taylor, and Amanda Serrano, and two of the top three pound for pound females are transitioning to mixed martial arts. They just got no fucking money. They right? got no yeah. fucking money. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this uh, press conference. Right. Uh, listen, I always hate the superlatives. I always hate the uh, because recency bias is a very, very real thing, right? So I always hate to say this was the greatest, this was the best, this was the this was the most anything. But I gotta say, as another glass of vodka makes its way over to our table for hot tea, who will certainly be on a timer for this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I just have to say uh, that press conference is one of the craziest ones I can recall, certainly in recent memory. And look, I don't want to harp on it forever. Okay, we're all trying to get past the COVID era, yeah. right? But the fact that we have fans in there again today, like we've had some press conferences at the Apex, yeah. and I don't care who it is, they're not going to be like that. Now, you have, okay, you had Adesanya and Vittori just going, you know, I mean, just at each other, right? Right. You have Nate Diaz up there just smoking weed, which is, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, 
but it was the fans that made that. And I'll just, but I'll let you say what you thought about. But I'm just gonna say right away, just to pull the curtain back for anybody listening. Full reveal here. None of us heard a damn word that was said from that stage. You, you might have. I did. Coach Coffee would have because you, you had headphones in. You had headphones in for me. That's we, what professionals so, yeah. do. Well, what? sir. Oh, well, that's true. He did have a camera and didn't have headphones. And that, uh, he, he <laughs> oh, yeah, did throw you under that. the bus there. Fair point. Me, I was just sitting there with my camera. <laughs> I forgot and, and, about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest. I was asking questions, and as, they, you, were, as they were speaking to me, I was just kind of giving it the old, like, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> you was couldn't it? hear anything. Not a word. Not a word. No, it was that loud, but that's how loud it was. That's I'm, not trying, to, I'm not trying to throw audio people under the bus. Dude, that crowd was it, it right was, on was, top of us, and they was, were loud. They were within five feet to your right, yep. three to four or five feet. It was It was like normally you, they would be very, very separate. Um, they were right on top of you well, guys. It, if you're in an arena like the T-Mobile or something, you know, we'd have a whole section at the front to ourselves. Right. And this place is, is much, much smaller, so – like they were even getting into shots, you know. They were like, like you know, if you you pant in ADS, you'd see these these hands, these flags. That's all right. Take the mic off. That's your fucking <laughs> order in He's trying to get some pasties. I was literally waiting for the voice to come to the headphones. <laughs> Sorry for the listeners. Cold coffee's ordering food, and food I was watching him rounds. about to order it with the microphone next to his mouth. Do I want food? Nah, babe. I'm, uh, babe, who am I? Uh, oh what are you doing God. all of a sudden? Uh, Jesus, I told you the timer was running. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> me too. Um, okay. Anyway, so what we saying? Yeah, press conference good. <laughs> I think what you're saying is the setup because we were kind of talking about this earlier, and it's so right. We're, like we're, okay, sorry, we're on top of each other, and, and I think that's that very tight environment added to the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was uh, in a theater, basically, instead of like a bit like, yeah. like a bigger. We were in a theater today, but so we were all kind of packed on top. Very of tight each other. theater, but then I think also the fact that this whole thing we spoke about this on the live show that we did on Image Junkie the other day. This argument that people have de- been deprived of live events is a factor, for sure. Their enthusiasm at the last pay-per-view shows have been unparalleled. Off the charts. Uh, it's getting better and better every time. And then I think you combine that with a, a guy who's a fan favorite like Nate, you know, who, who people will travel for him. Right. Like, for example, and I'm sure you're going to get into this, Fucking has Brandon Moreno ever looked like more of a superstar than nope. he did today? Absolutely yeah. not. Brandon Moreno was absolutely mobbed. The fans were going after him. And yeah, it was just absolutely uh, unbelievable. It's it's so funny. So we you, you kind of alluded to it. We did this live preview video the other day. It's something we might do more of. We're just kinda of kicking around to see what it would I be like. More of it. Now that we can go into now that we can actually you know, we don't have to be in bubbles and we're not asked to stay in our room and it's all that stuff. It's basically like this, but I'm not allowed to cuss. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's exactly, that's what it is. Less alcohol, we ask you not to cuss as much. At least less alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> but we did a little live preview show, and it was funny, uh, you and I were talking, and we were like, hey, look, big card, uh, not feeling the buzz yet, but I bet we'll feel more of the buzz after the press conference, and you Jeez. know, th- dude, it's, now it's off the charts, now I'm like, oh, this card is going to be unbelievable. The ceremony is going to be crazy. I tell you what, uh, that is absolutely true. The, the face-off of the ceremonials, I mean, Dana loves to get in there if he thinks – like, dude, they're going to have, like, 20 people between Izzy yeah, and Vittori. They're going to have to be right on top of it. All right, so let's get into Adesanya and Vittori, right? Okay, uh, what we take out of this. First of all, anybody that's listened to this show ever before knows that one of the reasons I love Marvin Vittori is because he is a ridiculous hothead. Like, he is – just blows up at everything, and and I love it. I love it about him. Like he yeah. just starts yelling at anything, and, it, and I find it amazing because I don't think he's making it up. I just think that's genuinely who he is. He just starts going crazy about stuff, and I love it about him. Meanwhile, Israel Adesanya, the guy that was, I mean, 
here he is. He's on. I mean, people were comparing him to Conor McGregor, uh -huh. right? They were like, this is the next Conor McGregor. You know, he's got an international tie to not only one market but two markets. Um, he's got this swagger. He's got this style. He's got he's the unique. undefeated he's, record. He's a unique guy. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Everything about and then you have the setback against Jan. And I think we all talked about it that week. And, again, I hate to just throw this down to the fans, but, like, he felt flat that week. And I don't just mean the fight. I'm talking about coming in. I'm talking about I, – and, and I get it. Like, I guess, how do you talk trash to Jan Blahovich? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, the guy's he, a nice he's just, guy. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's a nice guy, and he's just going to be like, well, I disagree. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, like, yeah. that's going to be that. And I know there's history here. I, I don't know – I'm trying to see exactly what I think the difference is because the Adesanya, the, cause I, I, the thing I was thinking, it was funny. We were sitting there today before the press conference watching watching the countdown, right, sitting there, and I'm like, I was like, man, if that Adesanya that came in and fought Jan Blahovic shows up, I'm like, that guy has a real chance to lose here. Mm. But, you know, they're showing, like, the Robert Whitaker highlights. I'm like, now if that Adesanya shows up, like, that dude is going to, like, I'm not going to say destroy Marvin Vittori because Marvin's still a fantastic fighter, but I feel like I feel like this Adesanya is is, is dialed in. And I, I wonder if, and you know, we, we said, and this is me speaking out loud here because I haven't thought about this before, but you just inspired this thought in my brain. You know, we said about Connor when he fought Dustin the second time in January, maybe the friendliness did him, did him a disservice, right? Maybe, like, the friendliness, he, he just couldn't get into fucking war mode, right. you know? And maybe Izzy's a bit like that, you know. We, we, we've never, like, Izzy has managed to, and I don't even think manufacture, but Izzy has managed to basically find an issue with every person he's ever fought. Right. You know, and maybe that's kind of what he needs. Maybe he needs that, that, that spark, that motivation. I always felt leading up to this fight that, man, how could he be motivated, you know, because he's, out of all of his previous opponents, Marvin has clearly been the one he's been least interested in. You know, right. he's never even said his name. He's always been like, oh, that guy. The you know, Italian. You're the Italian. So I was kind of curious, but, man, you watched that press conference today. Dude, the guy looked more fired up than he's ever looked before, and I think he's managed to instill in his head, oh, if I smoke this guy, uh, you know, I'm back. Yeah. I, re I really, I, uh, you know, we said this on the live show the other day. Uh, it just feels like, sorry, darling, what? Oh, yeah, you can move my bag if you want. You can touch, touch my bag anytime you want. Okay. Um, all right. See, it's the kind of place we like to hang out. You just get random interactions from people. Yeah, that was nice. I feel like it wasn't really in her way, but that's okay. <laughs> it didn't seem like the bag was in her way, but you know what? I will say this. She wasn't necessarily traveling in an exact straight line either. No. So, so it may have Thank been you. a little bit more in her way because she, 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 she had a little zigzag to her walk. Well, she had a little zigzag to her walk. God bless her. Cunt. Anyway, so. <laughs> wow. And the timer has just moved forward. Oh, uh, sorry. No, that doesn't. Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I enjoyed the heat between the two, but I think you're right. Uh, we've seen it in the past when uh, Izzy sort of used a little bit of anger to sort of amp him up a little bit. He's always been kind of one of these guys that, you know, if the crowd's there to amp him up, he, he enjoys the walk in and use that to sort of get into the groove, I think, to sort of just alleviate uh, any nerves and, and just tries to get his thing out there, you know. So it's it'd be interesting to see if he really does uh, – stay as calm and cool as we think. I mean, it seemed that as there were moments today that Marvin was getting fired up, there were a couple points where you could tell where Izzy was like, this guy just won't shut up, and he's doing it. And I felt like he was getting under Izzy's skin a yeah, little bit. The levels See, are so you know, different. Well, it's oh, between, the two, the, between those two, for sure. But 
you know, uh, for, for Israel to, to not say or to try to say that he didn't get under his skin, yeah. that this fight isn't under his skin in some ways, this has been that lingering, nagging one that until this is over, um, Marvin's been able to hang that over top of him, you know, and I think that's that's bugged Izzy, and I think uh, he just wants to remove that. But there were there were definitely definitely uh, Izzy got the best of the uh, the barbs and 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 the traded you know words I and don't stuff. Know about but that, but man. he, he definitely had got some, under. Marvin I couldn't understand most of what Marvin said. It was well, just a no, blur of yelling. Yeah, but that's why he won, dude. Marvin said because he sounds like you just yelling at a bar. <laughs> It's not about volume. It's not about volume. Dude, it's someone quality. saying, I'm surprised you didn't show up here with a clit on your head is one of the best sentences I've ever heard in well, any sports Well, except then he ever. had to explain it. He was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, because of the estrogen no, thing. No, 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 no. Because the yeah. no, 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 dude. The, the reason that was so funny was, and I, anyone listening to this, I, I'm sure they will, go back and watch it. The reason that was so funny is like, they're yelling, Izzy's yelling, like it's like super loud, and then he goes, yeah, I'm just super happy you didn't show me the clear on your head, and then Izzy loses the, the volume, he goes, what? what? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it just goes, what did you say? He went, I'm glad you didn't show me the clear on your head, because of the testosterone that you took, and Izzy's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like weird. All right, so, here, so here's what I'm curious about as well, okay, so... I, I like Israel Adesanya. I like the fire. I like seeing the fire in his eyes. I didn't feel it ahead of Jan Blachowicz. I didn't feel like it was there. Yeah, Did, still didn't think that he couldn't win the fight. I thought yeah. he could. But I didn't see the fire there, and that bothered me a little bit. I feel like it's back. Now, here's what I want to know. Marvin Vittori being in this hyper-excited state. We said it. He's a hothead. He's got a temper. Yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because he's too emotional. I he's, think he's too emotional, he's right? Too emotional. I think he's too emotional. Dude, he, and I like Marvin a lot. I think he's too emotional. He's, he's, he, when we've seen him, when he, when he, when we hear him on some of these past fight weeks where he was focused and he was methodical, you could tell that he was focused and you could tell where his head was and you knew he had a plan. Here he seems like he's running on pure emotion and uh, just angry energy. You know, if something starts going wrong in the fight early, he's going to get very frustrated. And if he doesn't have the, the the mental clarity to not just lose track of everything and just go pure animal rage, he's just going to fall further and further into the hole right? for, for Izzy. See, that's what scares me because I feel like in order to beat Adesanya, you do need to be aggressive, especially with Marvin Matori's game, right. right? You do need to be aggressive. You do need to press forward. But you can't be reckless and you can't chase. And I feel like he's crossed over into that line where he's ready to just, like, just be reckless and chase. And, yeah. and that's when you walk right into those beautiful out-of-sign encounters. And right? I think I think he just firmly believes that if he walks and he cuts Izzy off and he lands shots on Izzy's head, he thinks he's going to erase him. And, and it, we've seen that that doesn't work that easy. No, I, I hate to say it. I think the way you win is, is you, you – you take him down, you lay on top of him. I know that's not the most exciting fight yeah. style you've well, ever seen. I think the way to beat Adesanya is to is to never play into his game at all, like Yan did. You know, I I actually wonder if the division take that out. If Yan was one eighty five, I think Yan would have still probably won that fight because there's something about like Paul Acosta, right? When he fought Israel, he didn't fight. His, he didn't fight his <laughs> usual thing. He didn't maraud forward. He he, you know, he just bit on every feint. I think Vittori, man, did I. I I used to not really enjoy Vittori because I thought, like, you know, it's a bit weird that we let this man, you know, walk around on the street for free. Like, he seems like such a scary guy. But today <laughs> he was so insane. I was like, dude, he's actually hilarious. But if you're in there with a guy in a cage and you're kind of a meat, meat and potatoes fighter anyway, and the guy you're fighting is, like, you know, fucking, quote-unquote, triggering you every single thing he does, right? I don't see how you can stay... Composed, yep. you know. I, I just don't see how. I, I really, I, I, 
everything leads me to believe that Adesanya's... Like, Adesanya threw a paper ball at him, and, and Vittori basically, you know, tried to fucking murder him with a water bottle. Right. You know, it's... Yeah. And it's then Adesanya burped in his face as well. I don't know. It's like, all those so bizarre. So, so bizarre. I, I'll be honest. Like, just as a person, I'd like to see Vittori win. You know, I've, I've said it a million times, but, you know, I got to call... Uh, one of his fights before he came to the UFC, myself and Michael Chiesa called it. We saw him as a young kid. That's quite and a bold thing to, to say, to, to, no, to I don't I don't think I've ever heard you say that. I, yeah, I've I'd, never heard you talk about that. I'd lo- yeah, I'd love to see it happen, but uh, I just, yeah, you know. Did you see Victoria's, but see, that's the thing as well. Like, Victoria's UFC champion. You know, it, it, it's funny. I know, I know. It's, it's funny because they're like, oh. Uh, but he's here. But he's here. But he's, I mean, first you got to get to the fight. He got to the but, fight. But it's funny as well. They're like, oh, first Italian champion. It's like, that's true. That's great. It's like, and, and he's going to represent the region. It's like, we could trust him if we couldn't put him on a morning show and then he'd be like, what you fucking saying to me, you motherfucker? You know, like, he represents the region. <laughs> Dude, they had Italian fans there today. Angriest people oh I've ever my seen God. in my life. Oh, they ha- okay. There you go. They were, flip- it, was, it was funny, right? They came in, they started waving flags and flipping everybody off. But, I mean, John, I know, I, I know you have an affinity for Marvin and, Unfortunately, because of you, it's grown on me by proxy. Like, I actually <laughs> do really enjoy him. You have to admit, like, they're a quote-unquote public company now. Hardly the guy you can bring out in front of the fucking sales partners. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, that's exactly the guy I want, man. Dude, like, both even, of them. I mean, both of them, it wasn't like they both weren't saying stuff that could be very jarring for people outside of well, the fight game. One of them was saying it. One of them was bellowing it into a mic while trying to ease it. You know? like Yeah. <laughs> they, bo- they, were, they were both wearing angels out there today. All right. Well, I don't know about either one of them. Well, I think Adesanya is going to win. That's the pick that I'm, that, I, that I'm going with. But I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know which one would be a worse representative as champion. But you know what I do know? <laughs> I'll tell you what I do know. I know that this weekend's UFC 263 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the mm-hmm. line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Mm. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. You can... You could bet on things like Vegas Golden Knights games, who have advanced advanced further in the playoffs by beating the Colorado Avalanche tonight. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So what do you need to do if this sounds interesting to you? And I know it does. Come on, everybody wants to have a little little, little fun, a little skin in the game. Get some skin in the game. Get some skin in the game. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code FROSTY Frosty for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code FROSTY. F-O-R-S-T-Y. I'm glad you could spell it even at this point. FROSTY to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right. Co-main event, Devison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. Now, if we're talking about uh, angry people, <laughs> I mean, Brandon. No, I'm just kidding. Devison Figueredo, yeah. uh, certainly. Uh, listen, but I like. I mean, the man's nickname is the God of War, right? And I've been, I've been a fan of Devison Figueredo since day one. I saw this guy, and I, this is a guy that I said that's going to be a future champion, right there, yeah. man. Just his aggression, his power, uh, everything that he brings to the table. Uh, he's got, he's got some style as well. You know, he comes in with the hair, the sunglasses, all that. Meanwhile, you got this rematch with Brandon Moreno that. 
I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say the first fight was a fight we weren't looking forward to. We were. I think we all thought Brandon Moreno had an opportunity, but you know, we thought Devison was going to tear through him. That didn't happen. Brandon showed incredible resiliency. Yep. They put on an, an amazing fight, and since that time, uh, this has become a bit of a rivalry, right? Because now, you know. Devison was, was is obviously saying, look, I was sick going into that fight. I had a terrible weight cut. We almost called the fight off. Uh, I wasn't myself. Meanwhile, you know, Brandon Moreno uh, said, hey, listen, I I, I, I don't think you're th as good as I thought you were. Everybody thought your power was so much. I took it. It's not that great. Brandon Moreno did get kicked in the groin as well, and Davison came out and was like, well, the only reason he got a point taken is because he was being dramatic. I'm like, is being dramatic, like dry heaving on the floor? Because I don't know that that's a voluntary thing, you know? So it's become a little bit of a rivalry, although with the most, like, different type of yeah, personality the, re the reason why I've been, like, giggling throughout you saying that is because it's become a rivalry, absolutely, because one of the fighters is a sociopath, yeah, essentially. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Brandon Moreno is, the, the, is like a golden Labrador in gloves, right? And it's so funny to me that this champion, Figueredo, is like, you know, oh, yeah. He acted. I was like, well, I watched you field kick him in the balls, mate. And, and you know, he, yeah. He acted like he got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you what. Really hard. I tell you what. He, he, looked, he looked like he was in pain. And I don't know if he took an acting class, but he did very well. And the figure eight is like, yeah, yeah you bitch. If he really was acting, like, definitely sign him up for Hollywood in the future. Yeah. I remember Daniel Day-Lewis Jr. I thought he was going to puke at the Dude, he, he literally looked like he was going to about shit out his ball. But, yeah, so figure eight being like, yeah, he acted. That pissed me off. He's like. Did it? okay, that's that, that's weird. And then today they did the face off, and again Brandon Moreno. I don't believe he said one bad word about Figueroa, even after you know losing the ability to have children. He's he's, he's never said one bad word about about Other it. Other than I think I can beat you. Yeah, and then they did a face off. They did a face off, and then for apparent no reason at all, Figueroa shoved him. You know, and then even when he shoved him, and Dana jumped in. Instead of, like, the thing that happened with uh, Drago Close and Jeremy, where he was going, what the fuck? And the whole time, uh, Moreno was going, that's fine. I, I get it. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry that my chest hurt your hands. You know, like, well, that's that what I was going to ask you about, because I, I know this has become a little bit of a rivalry. I know that Devison has a little bit of a reputation, but did that not feel a little forced? Like, bro, oh, we, didn't massively. we didn't really need this, man. So like, bad. I wonder if he was upset, because part of what I was thinking, like, maybe he – Wanted to get more questions. Maybe no, he didn't think that he was making a big enough. No, I think it was. I, th I think it was pressure. a translation thing, dude. I think it was like he felt that. Well, first of all, uh, okay, there's two things. First of all, he got booed a lot. He did. He got booed yeah. a lot. Well, you touched on it. Brandon Moreno was the hero today. Yeah, he I did. mean, well, Adesanya, and then of course we'll get to Nate. Nate is Nate. Yeah. But Adesanya got a lot of love. But Brandon Moreno, as you said, to start it off, got more love than he's ever had in yeah, his life. He, so I think Figueroa who. I'll say this to the listeners and you guys as well. You've been in a situation where you're around foreign people and they're talking and you have that weird nagging feeling that, uh, are these guys talking, are talking about, about me? me? They're talking you about know? me, aren't they? Now imagine that in a room where people are cheering and you're like, fuck, dude. It's like, uh, like Oscar, you've been in a room where there's people speaking the same language as you and you're like, they're talking about me, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah, that's because I hear the word Oscar <laughs> cunt. And as well, yeah, no, no. No, but... I'm sure he felt a little bit self-conscious like everyone else here is talking. You know, he's up there for 25 minutes just going, I haven't got a fucking Scooby-Doo what's happening up here. So I'm sure that played into it. And I felt, I'm sure he felt like he needed to reinsert himself as the alpha. I think that's where that came from. Here's the other thing. Didn't he get pay-per-view points? Didn't he go and argue for pay-per-view points? So after the last one, he did not. But I believe at that point, they he made a point in a post-fight that I need pay-per-view points. And then Valid said... 
that they got that it. They got it. Is that and it? Then Vinito like now I got to be now now that I'm now that I'm a, you know a quote unquote partner as the UFC likes to say I'm actually sharing in the revenue not just getting my salary. Do you feel like well, we didn't get enough heat up here? I gotta I gotta create some heat. No, because if he felt like that, again the guy can't speak English, so I'm assuming heat. I'm assuming an aggressive guy like him thought every time Brandon Moreno opened his mouth, he was just talking mad shit about him, right? right. I'm sure he was just like, this motherfucker is talking a lot. You know, I'm sure right. he, he felt like that. So I don't think it was like, I'm directly trying to sell pay-per-views, but I, I definitely felt it was like, I need to assert myself as the alpha in this. So when we talked about the fight earlier, I said, listen, I, I think Davis and Figueroa wins this fight. I do give credence to the fact that I don't think he was 100% going to that last fight. I do have said I think this guy is the best 125 pounder in the world I think yeah. you know I, I've been hiring this guy for a long time I like Brandon Moreno a lot it's hard how do you not cheer for Brandon Moreno he's one of the nicest human beings you'll ever you'll ever meet right um but I, I do feel like he's gotten a lot of credit just for being the guy that pushed Figueroa not yeah like, like, let's not forget I mean it's, if it's not for the point deduction he loses the fight and, I'm, right. and granted the point deduction should have happened so let's I guess you can argue that either way, but I, I, I like figuring out in this fight. But the one thing that I took out of today was Brandon Moreno does absolutely have the chance to, to be a star. Because I don't, I mean, Brazil obviously has this huge lineage of amazing fighters, and I don't think that Figueroa can't fit into that. But I don't know that flyweights necessarily resonate there either. Same as America. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think they necessarily resonate there either. But Brandon Moreno. Between Mexicans and, and, and Mexican ex expats that are living in the United States, I mean, dude, he has a chance to really resonate with some people. Well, I'll say this. Like, uh, you, you absolutely hit the nail on the head. Like, I never looked at Moreno as a star, you know. And then today, like, the reception he got, and we said this on the live show yesterday. We were talking about the f uh, how much can the fan base really affect a fight, you know. How can? And we were talking about how, oh, put their first fight in front of crowds, you know. Can you imagine what that's like? Man, if that crowd today was the crowd of that first fight, I think Moreno probably breaks his fucking skull off and kills. You know, like the yeah. like the crowd on Saturday is going to be to quote you know you guys lingo off the chain for fucking Moreno. You're just embracing the lingo. He's gonna be he's gonna be walking in there with so much swag just pouring off of him. Is he about that life though? He's That's gonna be coming in like with that life dripping. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, we're just pausing for some food. Oh, to be look delivered. at the pasties. Look at wow. Pasties. Not to be confused with pasties. Well, I was going to say, that's the thing. Is it always it's sounds like I'm saying pasties, which sounds No, terrible. no, pasty is P-A-S-T-I-E. Pasties right. yes. P-A-S-T-I-E. I mean, I guess you could cover your nipples with those if you wanted to. You could, yeah. and I would eat them as well. <laughs> <laughs> That is some very fine-looking pasty, though, by the way. Uh, so yeah. shout-out to Cornish Pasty Company. And if you're ever in Phoenix, Arizona, I would say – I mean, I mean, you haven't tasted so it yet. Yeah, it may be terrible, but it looks good. In it looks corn, good. The Cornish means Cornwall in the U.K. And right. they have a reputation of having, you know, multiple fingers because they fuck their cousins and stuff. So more fingers, better food. And yes. another five minutes gone on the timer. <laughs> 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 all right, so uh, – You know what you are. <laughs> Thoughts on the fight? Change at all? I mean, cold coffee. Did did you have? I mean, did anything change from the press conference day of what you thought going in? No, I mean, I, I might ultimately. I mean, if anything, I, I was I was happy to see uh, Moreno's reception, but it doesn't change my my thought going in that fa fight that Davison. I, I believe uh, is going to be even better than what he was last time. I think Davison's going to get a definitive uh, win to this. I don't. 
I think Brandon showed all the heart last time out, and and he earned all the the love and you know adoration that he deserved. But I I, I do believe still in this one that the, it's it's going to be end still for him for sure. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the the third five round fight, the non title fight, Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards, the fight that I think that kind of surprised us uh, when it was announced. Uh, the fight that I think, to be honest with you, we're all kind of leaning towards the same result, but I just never ceases to amaze me, I guess. And it's not that I didn't know this, uh, but, man, when you just get reconfirmed at how big of a star Nate Diaz right. is, it's unbelievable to me. I, I, I ended up writing writing a piece today uh, talking about the press conference that just said, uh, like, uh, Nate Diaz smokes weed and quietly steals the show ahead of UFC yeah. 263. It's like he, he literally, like, we all asked him questions. He gave us all pretty short answers. How, fact, many, how, many, was, how many words do you think he said in his entire press conference? There, uh, 50. I actually transcribed all his quotes. I should have counted. It wasn't many. But be, I there was 40. one. I don't know if he was answering you or if he was a- answering uh, local journalist, no, Jose Young. We're not sure where he works for it. Um, he said his the answer was camp was great. And that was it. Just camp was great. Three words. Uh, that was Oscar. Was that Oscar? No, 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 no. Jose went, how's your camp? And he went, camp was great. And I went, just building off the back of I went I was like building okay, yeah. I was like building on the back of that, who does five rounds, you know, suit more? And then there was just silence and Danny went, Who is that for? I was like, It was for Nate, actually. Um and he was like, Ah uh, yeah, kill or be killed. I was like So great. Sweet. Uh he uh he obviously at one point so I guess can we peel the curtain all the way back and just say that look, PR came to us and they're like, Hey, we know you guys are gonna ask all these guys fighters. Just do you mind tossing the question to to Nate early so like he doesn't just totally like zone out? And I was like, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea because if we just go main, co-main, yeah, and let's then get we get him to in. the let's third get fight, him. Let's, let's get Nate in. Let's get Nate in. So we did. We were like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. You know what? Yeah, we'll Before do he that. pulls out the bong and starts right. ripping bongs. So I was going to say, there was no need for us to worry about how to keep him engaged. He had exactly the plan he needed to stay engaged, which was just get high. And – <laughs> I thought it was funny because at first, at first, it's so funny because if you go back, at first he kind of ducks down and oh, he's smoking under the table, under the table as first. billows of smoke. Yeah, smoke's just pluming up. It's like, I mean, that's is that like clearly everyone knows what you're doing. Like, is are you, like is that just ironic? Dude, or and when I say billows, it looked like a chimney out of the Victorian era. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. And then by the end of it, he's just like you know smoking, tossing up, fucking tossing joints, joints out in the yeah. crowd. Um, but I, I just I look. I'm just going to be 100% honest. I'm I'm leaning towards Leon Edwards in this fight uh, rather uh, rather substantially, I guess you'd say. Like, I just feel like this is a, a, a stylistically, I think it's a great fight for Leon Edwards. But I just – there's something I love about the fact of just when you see how passionate people are for Nate Diaz. It is kind of cool to have a fighter that his popularity – really isn't tied into wins and losses at all. You know what I mean? Like, he could go out there and get his ass kicked, but it's also, it's and they t- won't care. It's not even tied into his enthusiasm. He can phone it in, and they'll find that even better. It's like, the more he's lazy and shit, the more they're like, that's Nate. Like, they love it. It's yeah. amazing. I, I, I love seeing it. It's just having the crowd. Like, for instance, that today with no crowd and Nate being Nate oh, can today. can you imagine? Would have just been awkward and bizarre, oh, yeah. and I've been mean, purely quiet, and he's just over there smoking weed to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the best thing was he offered he offered Brandon Moreno a, a toke, and Brandon's like, no, 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 and he's like, move out my way, 
and he looks at Marvin and he's like, do you want to smoke? And Marvin's like, no. And then he said, to bo- I, I watched him, he's like, to both of them, he's like, oh, shall I have a Dana one? Uh, like that. <laughs> and that's when he threw it into the crowd. Like, he was like fucking around. But yeah, he, um, the Diaz thing, man, like, pulling back a curtain a bit more, like, so, so obviously we talk about fights before we start recording this and stuff. That's all we do all day. Yeah, I know, seriously. But, uh, and then we sort of piece it up. Believe it or not. Do we? Well, I try. Depends on the time of day. But, dude, I, I, I told you earlier, I was like, man, Nate has the energy of a dude who feels like he's losing this fight and he doesn't care. Uh, uh, it, he either has that or he has something mad up his sleeve that he's seen something that the rest of us haven't. I'm leaning one way rather than the other. I don't know, man. It's just a very, very strange fight for me. So what's the best opportunity for Nate to win this fight? Is it to catch Leon on the ground early, Dude, he, he's, or is it he's, to outlast him in four or five? He's not knocking him out. That's not going to happen. He's not knocking him out. So No it, disrespect, that's not going to happen. So it literally, I, uh, it, maybe it, it will. No, no. <laughs> I think if, if I could conjure up a Nate Diaz victory, I'll say this. I will say this. The last time I felt about a fight like I did this was Rocco Bisping 2, where I could not see an avenue... For victory for Bisping. And look what happened. And look what happened. So, that's the great thing about this game, right? That's the bit. But I, I will say, if I was going to find a route for victory for, for uh, Nate, it's that Leon maybe felt the moment, didn't go hard as he could for the first two rounds, you know, unloaded a bit, Nate took the damage, and then halfway through the third, Leon started to tire and Nate came on. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate thing is, I mean, he I don't may know have taken you, a lot of damage by then. I don't know. That one and two, I don't know if you've seen Leon recently. The guy doesn't look like someone who tires after 10 minutes. You know, the guy looks like he's in unbelievable shape. And I think a lot of people are making that plan out of the Maslow fight, where it's like, oh, Maslow slowed down in the third. It's like, yeah, he, he punched him like 10 times instead of 20. You know, it's, it's I don't know. I, I really struggle to see a way for Nate. To win this fight, I do too. But I, I admire, to, I, mean, I, I, I admire him for taking it. I, uh, but and what sucks now is Nate as well. In this last couple fights, Nate's become a bit of a bleeder. If uh, if he gets hit a couple times and he starts bleeding early on, it affects him. And we saw that. La- we saw the other fight well, where the actual fight actually got stopped um, as well because of the the. Well, also the also this fight got. Let's not forget this fight got postponed by a month for a reason that we don't know. A what? A month. Oh, a month. What do you think I said? Month. Month. Yeah. This fight got a month. This child. This <laughs> fight got postponed. We're in a British bar. You're being racist to me here. No. Oh, Emma. I just talk to the mic. Cornish talk past- to the mic. Cornishpasty.com. Um, <laughs> no, but he it got postponed, and I, you know, we can't prove that, but I would presume it might be cut related. I still think it's because he didn't want to get tested for THC in Texas. I was going to say, that has to be something as well. Well, I dude, mean, apparently Arizona is the state where you can smoke weed this close to the fight, so that's why he was there. And they don't, walk, they don't walk up to the stage either and pull you off of the stage, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, uh, the, the biggest thing, I think, for this is that uh, Leon can't let Nate make this his fight. We've seen it in the past when uh, Nate's had more dangerous opponents that he sort of lulled into his fight, you know, like uh, Cowboy Cerrone back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but Kenny, how long ago was that? Though? Do you know True, what I mean? but Nate doesn't seem to age, except for now, he's, like I said, he's a bit of a bleeder. But <laughs> Nate, still, Nate still seems to be about the same. I mean, if Leon doesn't go out there and try to finish him and lets him sort of lull him into something, Nate can – Nate's he's, – he's 
The weed makes you smart. You never know. <laughs> Ta- makes you think outside the box. Bro, the UFC, UFOs are going to help me win this UFC <laughs> fight. Would you agree with me with this? If you were Leon Edwards or his team, your tactic should be full on attack. For the first two rounds, yes, like get him sure. out of there 100%. ASAP, hundred percent. Like just muller the guy, yeah. because that that's your statement to the division, and it's yeah. also the way you get. You know made. he's not going to quit, but you know that the, as you said, the cuts and the damage and the stuff may help you. And as you said, yeah. you want to make a statement. You don't want to just you don't want to eke out a split yeah. decision. And you and let's be honest, you don't want to take a lot of damage, right? You want to make sure that, that you're yeah. leaving yourself eligible for whatever, because. You're trying to make up for lost time, man. You so lost a lot of time. I interviewed Leon the other day, and he, I, you know, Colby's next. You're afterwards, and he was like, "If I do what I want to do to me on Saturday, I'm skipping Colby." He's like, "If I do what I want to do, if I slice and dice him the way I want to do, I'm skipping Colby." Which is the attitude you need to have. But he needs to and show. I don't that think it's out of the realm of possibility because I don't think. I mean, do you get the feel Usman wants absolutely nothing to do with Covington. Yeah, yeah but uh, he doesn't want to give that guy the payday, exactly. right? But. I really think, like, if, if Leon comes out and in the first round, and I, I don't think this is going to happen, but if Leon comes out and goes, fuck, that's Nate Diaz over there, that's weird, and he's very, very tepid for the first round, man, that's that's taking your win percentage from, like, 80% win to, you know, 60 right away. Right. Like, he, he needs to just swarm him right away. Yeah. Press conference. Better ones that you remember off the top of your head? I mean, we, on the way, we were walking over here, on the way over here, Oscar, we were trying to talk about some, and you know, you mentioned a couple that. that I think that I think that just the recency it's is the recency what's, bias, is, what, right? is what's making finally this having crowds again. We've know, seen man. plenty that are so much better than this one. No, any but Jones, hey. any Jones DC okay, that's presser fair. has been better. This no. any McGregor in his heyday ones. This was just good for no, for so, what it was. So the go big one with McGregor, where he attacked every human on stage, <laughs> that was the best one. That yeah. was a classic. The the New York one where he did the who the fuck that that's probably well, better. That's amazing. Like I said, John Jones, DC. Yep, those were great. I, I may look like a crackhead, but I've never been a crackhead. Yeah. That was a great one. But other than that, man, this was up there. I mean, it was good. It was good. It was definitely good. But, I mean, again, I think I think it's just the fact that it was. We're just happy to have fans. Happy though. to have fans. The fans made it. It was It was such a. Ah, dude, I it disagree. Was, it was I, close. Think, I think Vittoria has been portrayed as this, like, ridiculously angry, ugly dude. By you. Yeah, by you, don't we? <laughs> You're the only person saying that. Mac and Life. Israel and Mac, Israel. Mac Life hates Marvin Vittori. Italian. Mac Life hates. Is this a is this a Irish for Italy thing or something? Arrivederci. <laughs> no, but the the reason I loved it was like he's been painted by many people as an ugly, like angry person, and today he proved that he is an insane <laughs> human being. He's like, get some new ears. Like, who says that? That's amazing. Well, I mean, Izzy was in fact he was Izzy was a. Attacking his looks like pretty hard. What? I mean, okay, okay. His eyes. He attacked his teeth. He Have attacked his face. It? Okay. Well, let's not talk about teeth here. I'm a British guy. Okay. I know, but <laughs> don't see you just jumping on Marvin again. Why do you hate Marvin so much? So mean. So mean. My Italian girlfriend left me. So <laughs> it's, just, it's just you know left over. In the post-fight presser, when we see Marvin with his belt. You're going to be the first that we throw in there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Picking the upset. That actually going to happen. No, that ain't going to happen. Israel's going to fucking kill you for that. That ain't going to happen. All right, listen. uh, Press conference is amazing. We did get to talk to 12 fighters yesterday. Oscar, you and I talked a lot about it on the the pre-show that we did. We didn't get to hear from you, Cold Coffee. uh, All the prelims, I mean, was there anything 
out of those interviews that we did, we talked to Demi Amaya, Bilal Muhammad, Paul Craig, Jamal Hill, Drew Dober, Brad Riddell, Eric Anders, Maya's the only one I remember the most. The mo yeah. I, well, and besides Joanne, she was she's lovely. Joanne Calderwood, Lauren Murphy. Yeah, yeah but no, Maya was fun. Maya was fun. All the rest of them just blur after a while, it but Maya stood out. It kind of annoyed me. Uh, Joanne Calderwood was like, yeah, my, everyone said she was prettier than me. And I was like, had the picture on my laptop. I was like, no, she's not prettier than you. <laughs> and I thought I'd get a reaction. She was like, Okay, fuck. Okay. It looks like I'm trying to hit on a fighter. Fuck. Okay. Sorry. Those are the wrong things. So, my, it was funny. It, you know, Oscar and I were messaged at the time that, because that the, the Maya interview did go like 20, 25 minutes or something, yeah. you know? And it was like, man, are these all going to be super long today? And I was like, Damien gets a pass, dude. He can talk yeah. as long as he well, wants. I, mean, I, and I and love Damien Maya. But, but it's crazy that, that could, could be facing the end, of, end, end of his career. So, I think those are always memorable to see. Does um, he have the swag, though? No, not like Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill was fun. That was another. He's fun about life. that life, though. That's he's the about that life. No, he's about that life. He's though. about that life. Hill. I'll tell you what, Jamal the Jamal Hill, Hill Paul Craig thing was actually that's like sinister. That's gonna, that's gonna, be, a, that's gonna be a fun fight. Tune in to ceremonial wins. Yeah. Tune in to Paul Craig. Bro, versus did you Jamal see? Hill. Did you watch? I know you don't watch the embedded. Did you watch their embedded where they they actually came up together and confronted each other? No, I just saw that one clip that was on the internet. I haven't seen. I, so I Jamal, try to watch embedded when I can, but Jamal comes out and goes, "I need to know your dealer's number." And Paul's like, what? He's like, because you must be smoking dope. And it's very typical. Paul Craig, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not following you. What are you trying to say? Yeah. Like that. And he's like, because the reason you're saying this shit about me must because you're on drugs. And Paul goes, you're getting emotional, son. Like, do you need a tail for your tears? Like that. <laughs> and, like, and it's just Paul's like, got that subtle yeah, trash talk. And it's like escalating. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, oh, no, you're dealing with a wrong motherfucker here. Like, run, run. Paul's going, why are you getting so emotional? Relax, man. Come on. Like, relax. And it's like, <laughs> wow. you can see, like, two energies. So I was like, that's Meanwhile, Paul's going to put the uh, the blue war paint on, uh, on, on dude, tomorrow. Dude, their face-off is going it. to be a savage one. It should be. I can't wait for that one. It should be. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's another one that, that stood out. Um, and I thought overall everybody, everybody was decent. But, I mean, a lot of the ones, it's just storylines. It's just storylines well, that stand out for me in the So if storylines were exciting to you, because I, the, look, I think the ones you touched on stood. Damian my potential retirement fight. He hopes to have one yeah. more. That stands out to me. And, again, that's a tough one because I love Damian Maia. I always have. He's such a nice guy, man. He's such a good dude. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm a big jiu-jitsu fan, so obviously him being one of the masters of it. Every time he kept talking, he'd say something about jiu-jitsu in the back of my head. All I could hear is that jujitsu. The old Tommy Toho. The old Tommy Toho. Oh, man. I used to, uh, does he still do that? Man, I hate to say that. I used to watch a lot of Tommy Toho. I don't know, man. If, he, I I don't know if he's still cranking around because I think he's more involved man, with man, uh, MMA on point. So does he still crank out the character, the Tommy Toho character? Or no? I think he's uh, kind of buried that character. I don't know if he's buried it. I think he's like doing a slow transition, you know, like some like other characters. legitimate stuff. Like some other characters in MMA. You know. That jujitsu one fucking floors Yeah, the jujitsu was funny. Uh, uh, but listen, I, I, I'm picking, <laughs> I'm picking Bilal Muhammad. I'm picking Bilal Muhammad. I hate to say that, but I hope it doesn't mean that this is the last time we see Damian Maya. Hopefully, he gets one more. Hopefully, he gets one more against, you know, Cowboy. This, this Matt Cowboy, or or maybe they bring Diego back. They're not gonna do that. I don't think so either. But it'd be nice. Uh, Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Fireworks there, no question about it. I think Dober versus Riddell is just going to be a fun, be fun fight. Anderson Stewart does have the history there. Calderwood and Murphy potential. Uh, potential number one contender fight, not necessarily number one contender fight. Sneaky, sneaky, meaningful fight. Uh, Hakeem Doadu versus uh, Mosari Avloev. Uh, two guys that I'm pretty high on that uh, have inc incredible records and I think are, are pretty talented. So uh, excited for all that. 
And, I mean, look, it goes all the way down to the early prelims, man. It's it's, it's going to be a fun fight. So, looking forward to USC 263. Fans are going to be in the building. That should be fantastic. Starting it off with big boys, too, the heavyweights. That's always good, Jake too. Jake Holliday versus I can't remember the last time they started with They don't normally start with big boys. Yeah, started out with the heavyweights. Later on. That gets us going. Chase Hooper. We start with big boys every time we stand here, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, so, listen. Uh... <laughs> Before we go, I did want to ask. Uh, I, I did want to ask for lasting impressions from you, uh, Hot Tea, because you were covering the boxing beat last week, right? Floyd oh, yeah. Mayweather versus Logan Paul. That technically happened on Sunday, so uh, the and a half was already in the books. By the way, if you, if you want to get exclusive access to the and a half episodes that we do after everyone, head on over to Patreon.com/slash The MMA Roadshow. Make sure you sign up, support us there for as little as three dollars a month. We recap all the UFC events. Every single week, bring some other special content here and there. Uh, and even if you don't care about the exclusive content and you just want to support the show because you think John Morgan and, and uh, Cole Coffey are good dudes. Listen, yeah. I, I pay my monthly fee so I can hear myself on the radio. So <laughs> I, I like that. that. I like that. Uh, so, anyway, that happened Sunday. Uh, I was watching it. Uh, our, our man Danny Segura was out there in Miami with you. You were, you were covering the only – I did talk about it a little it. bit earlier I bought it, damn it. I bought it, yeah. I bought it, damn I'm it. I'm scum, man. Pirate it. I mean, don't pirate it, but also, you know. I tried to have this guy FaceTime, and he gave me bad looks when, he, when I tried to suggest that I don't support piracy. Yeah, so I bought it. He wanted me to FaceTime and, and, and hold the stream. And you there. said no? Yes, I said no. Fuck it. I thought it was supposed to be forty dollars. Then when I d looked at it, it was like forty nine ninety nine. I was like, God, what the fuck it. is wrong with probably Just find a streaming site. Oh. But, also, but also, don't do that. But also, don't do that. That doesn't support the. the, the do you industry. want to support? Okay. Anyway, I want to support this. Year. All right. But anyway, you were there. I mean, we we could talk about the fight. I mean, the fight the fight was what it was. I guess. Well, I, I guess let's do talk about the fight briefly. I mean, we don't even spend a ton of time on it. It was an exhibition fight. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But I was like, "Where's the scores?" I forgot they didn't score. Yeah, he was like, "He's <laughs> like, where the, why he's they like, did they not them? read out the scores?" I'm like, there are no scores. No, no. I was like, this um, is stupid. But I, but I will say this. I mean, just again, it, it's it's technically a non-meaningful fight. But I mean, is there any other way to look at this? Well, I, I, there is because Logan, uh, because Floyd Mayweather just made a lot of money, cashed a lot of the check. But I mean, basically, don't you look at this as Logan Paul walked away as the winner here? Yeah, but listen, I'll say this right now. There's there's a lot of veterans. Not by round scoring, by no, the no, way. No, Let me no, make no, that clear. No, no, no. He won the first two rounds. No, Floyd destroyed I'll, him. I'll say this right now. There's a lot of veteran boxing reporters that are still clinging to this idea that oh, Floyd could have ended it when he wanted it to. I'm telling that you, right, he never tried. I'm telling you right now, Floyd tried to end it. Yes, he did. From round three, especially yep. round four, yep. uh, through to maybe round seven, when he's round like, six, he was certainly trying. He, he he tried to, and he hit him with shots. Weight classes are, exist for a reason, and I guess this was the experiment, right? The the old adage is like, how amateur can a, a guy be at a bigger weight versus right. an expert? Well, we just found out. 35 pounds apparently <laughs> that's about the difference apparently is that especially if you're in your 40s that dude and I'm, I'm telling you now Floyd looked slower than he ever did he, he just dude like Logan Paul landed at least three legitimate punches on Floyd Mayweather right before the fight I was telling people and this is not a conic comparison or anything before this fight I said dude Logan Paul will not land a punch on him if Floyd wanted to I was wrong Floyd has gotten much slower, much older. So, in terms of the physical combat, Floyd was never in trouble. He was never going to be hurt or anything. But he, the idea that he never wanted to take this guy out is bullshit. That's he absolutely he did. And my backup point for that is, 
anyone listening to this, go watch Floyd Mayweather's post-fight press conference. Dude, he goes on a 20-minute tangent without taking one question about how it's fine for him to be doing exhibitions. Oh, if they want to declare this as a win because they lasted with me, that's fine. He hugged me. Dude, you're talking about a YouTuber. And this is how fucking bitter you are? That's because you knew you wanted to get him out there and you couldn't. And the whole idea was, and I knew this from multiple sources, the whole idea was beat Logan, fight Jake. Right? That's the logical progression. I didn't hear one word out of his mouth because he got fucking shook. He was like, I can't get a YouTuber out of here. You'll never see Floyd Mayweather in the ring again. I'm telling you. Interesting. What did you take away from Logan? Because I got I to gotta say this. Uh, especially post-fight. I think I... I hate to say this. I think I actually like Logan Paul now, man. The, the guy comes in and says, hey, man, uh, I, you know, look at what I just did. Like, I never thought this would be possible, and, and somehow I manifested my dreams. Don't ever let anybody tell you something yeah. is possible. I made this happen. I went in there and I did this. I, I don't know. Hell, that's like a that's like a, that's like a positive, motivating message. Like, I, it, I, Logan Paul is – I mean, I know the idea is we're all supposed to hate these guys, right? And I will say – I still think Jake Paul seems a little a little much for me. A dick. But Logan Paul, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of feeling okay with him. Well, so even in the even in lead up in uh even in the lead up in the week, so Logan was very. I thought Logan was very affable in the in the lead up, you know. And like you said, uh, you're expecting to see these douchebag like little fucking, you know, white boys from Ohio. Their parents are probably fucking lawyers or some shit. You know, they've they've money all their life or whatever. So it's kind of expensive. Logan, I found to be very affable, and I, I said to you off ca- uh, off record earlier, like uh, I spoke to him, I was like, oh man, this is a lot of fun. He's like, oh, I'm gonna win the fight, and then he was like, he's like but dude, how crazy is this? You know, like <laughs> it, 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 he knew what was going on. Jake is not that guy. Jake, I I do believe thinks he's gonna be a professional boxer. I think Jake really believes like I'm gonna be a fighter one day. Right. Logan definitely doesn't believe that. He said multiple times during the week, and he talked about creating content. That's creating ex- content. Yeah. So I thought that was such a, a telling. I mean, obviously that's what this is all about, like creating content, just cre- just being no, no, and, and entertaining, entertaining. No, but, so Jake believes he's a professional fighter. Logan Paul does not feel himself as a professional fighter. He, he's here to just fuck around. Dude, he walks out, out to... From now on. <laughs> and he walked in with a Charizard around his neck. The dude was treating it like the meme it was. Do you even know what that movie was from? Do you guys know what that song was from? That was the greatest showman. showman. Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, dude, did you not okay. see it? Okay. One of a, one of a, I'll tell you what. Well one of, done. Uh, do, you know, do you know how I know this? That's all do jazz hands right no, now. No, because one of our most respected no. colleagues in the journalism field, one of our most, I mean. Does he drip my, with swag? My admiration cannot be said. Oh, guys, we were at a media day, and right our, our fellow colleague went, Hey, man, what, what song are you walking out to? And he was like, I'm walking out to... Have you ever seen the movie The Greatest Showman? He was like, No, nah, dog, no, I haven't seen that movie. He was like, Okay, well, I'm walking out to a song by that. And as soon as he said that, I was like, I know exactly because what song he's Sam Alvey came out. I was like, that. Sam Alvey. But did so, yeah, so he walked out to that, and he even did the... Oh, I like Logan Paul, man. He's not a bad guy, right? Let's go, Logan. I, will, I will say it's so funny because even though the whole thing was happening or whatever, it, and we're all sitting – I mean, I'm literally sitting down to cover the event. I've been talking to Danny Segura from the event. But when that opening graphic came up, like the, the show opened, and it's the big Showtime sports graphics, 
with Floyd Mayweather on one side and Logan yeah. Paul on the other. I'm like, it looks like it looks like something you would. See. It's like like the UFC video game popping up or well, something. That, like, what am I, what am I watching? I tell here? you, what, that reminds me of like it was it was even like three weeks after the fact. Three weeks after the fact, the Cabs in Vegas had Mayweather McGregor on the top. Yeah, and it's like three probably because yeah, yeah, yeah. probably because I was in the fucking eye of the storm right. as it were. But I remember like looking at a cab and it was like McGregor Mayweather, and I remember looking at it being like, "Cannot believe that I happened." Like, I was like, "That was fucking ridiculous, isn't it?" Like I just remember thinking, "Like that was insane." All right, so I have a bigger picture question, but the the smaller question I would ask completely meaningless, but I do want to ask you: Did Chad Johnson's speed at his age impress you? Like I know his technique was sloppy. <laughs> Holy cow, he was fast, dude! Man, like if he get like his footwork and his head movement, like. I, I just hated the hands down, I know, dude. The I hands know. down, and Logan did the but same. But he was so fast. He was so fast. But that, but remember, Dana used to say this thing of like, oh, when the athletes leave football or basketball and go into fighting, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why Dana, you know, fucking suck it. Greg Hardy is still a thing. It's right. because we have an elite athlete like moving in. Right. We haven't even seen the top of that, dude. Like, th- like that's a ri- like Clarissa Shields even. She's an elite athlete, but we haven't even seen the top of that. You know, right? There are athletes that can probably do a six-foot fucking jump vertical right now that will never do MMA because of the money. They'll right. do basketball, but that MMA could MMA has twenty evolutions to go. I think. You know, so no, did his boxing skills? Not his skills, but did his speed? I was just like, wow. I, I, That's what it did. Make me say, like, th- I mean. This is what a high-level, like I said, an elite-level athlete looks like in... Now, granted... No, no, I'll, I'll, know, keep, I'll give you this. the punches I, I, No, you. I'll give you this. I, not, I thought his composure was decent as well, because Nate Robinson yeah. went to shit, as we all predicted he would. You know, you get jabbed, you just start flailing. Yeah, yeah. He kept composed. I mean, he got riggedy rocked in that last round, but... All right, so here's here's the last thing I want to ask you about. Like I said, it's more big picture, but... So you, like you said, talking about being in the eye of the storm. You, you, you're in the eye of the storm of this. And honestly, man, you've kind of been in the eye of the storm of some of this stuff, man. You've, you, you know, you've covered some bare knuckle stuff. Like you've kind of gone out there and seen like yeah. this. Can we call it freak show fight? Can we absolutely, call it? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like you've seen, but it's drawing big money, right? And and you know, Dana got absolutely crucified the other day, and I, I don't remember who he told, so I apologize, but uh, maybe you remember. It was the quote about uh, where he talked about like Paula Costa should have started a YouTube channel right. when he was thirteen, whatever. And look. When he says that, what it sounds he? pretty damn cold and calloused, but it's just true. I mean, dude, so you were in Miami. I saw look, I saw the traffic we were getting from Miami. I was in Vegas. I was covering two high-level mixed martial artists in Augusto Sakai and Jarzino Rosenstreich, and we were getting fractions of the traffic. So it sucks. I mean, look, I'll admit it. It sucks that that fight generated as much money. It sucks. That those guys made as much money as they did, but the public interest is there, and it kind of bothers me because I feel like no, I don't want to say it bothers me because I don't want I don't want anybody to take this as like, oh, I hate that we're getting criticized because I I don't, I don't. but I think a lot of times we as media get blamed for creating this interest. Well, how and many that's t- not the case. How many times do we get like, why are you guys covering this? Right. You know, it's like, well, we're covering it because you click on it, you dickhead. Yeah. Like, what do and, you mean? And, and again, and I'm not trying to come out and be like, oh, I've got to defend our journalism. That's not what I'm, I guess I'm just trying to feel like, what you, what, do you have any idea, like, now that you've lived through it, like, what you see as a view? Because I don't think it's sustainable. There's only so many people that can do this, right? right. Like, it's not a sustainable future, right? It's not a business model, but I'll tell you this now. So, 
the reason why I know so much about it is because I, I really found this idea of like they're ruining boxing. Uh, I found that compelling. I was like, damn, are they really ruining boxing? Muhammad Ali had about 25 exhibitions. He had an exhibition in Las Vegas in the Caesars Palace, open to the public, outside with a bodybuilder, a boxing match with a bodybuilder, right? And he was so old and fat, the bodybuilder nearly fucking beat him, right? That's an exhibition at that time. Oh, it's killing boxing. And that was what, in 85? Right. Uh, we don't seem to remember that, you know? So, these... Muhammad Ali, again, he fought Antonio Inoki, a wrestler versus boxing match, got his legs kicked the fuck out of him. Again, that, that didn't kill boxing either. Right. What I will say is this. While I believe there is a bubble to this celebrity boxing thing, and I believe it's we're actually... Getting pretty close to it. I think Mayweather-Logan is probably about as close as we're going to get. What I will say is this. If boxing wants to, quote-unquote, save their sport and say that this isn't ruining their sport, well then, boxing, it's up to you to make the fights that people want to see. Because let me tell you this. If you made Fury Joshua, then let me tell you, Oscar De La Hoya's like, return fight wouldn't mean fuck all because we got the fight we wanted. But guess what? We didn't get that fight, did we? We got some other bullshit fight because Bob Arum... Okay, never mind. But we got... Because politics interfered. So, boxing is, is, is looking at its own demise and criticizing it while actively helping it happen. If boxing wants to make itself the relevant sport it was, they can do that. They won't do that. Instead, they'd rather criticize this fucking... Dude, if you put on like Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney and it makes 400,000 buys. You put on fucking Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather and it makes 1.1 million. Well, that shows where the market value is. Yep. So how can you not follow that? So my issue is not with celebrity boxing. My issue is the structure of the sport itself. If you want to stop this from being a necessity, be a better sport. Well done. Nice rant. I want to follow that up with one other question for Cole Coffee. the one thing that I've been wanting to ask you about. Now, this is kind of a big-picture thing as well. Can we get a pasty report there? I mean, obviously... It's delicious. I'm trying to fucking finish this so we can finish it properly. <laughs> but it's delicious. <laughs> I thought the boxing was finally going to put me over. And I'm I sorry, just, man. I just quit and just start eating. But, no, it's delicious. The Guinness stew one is really, really good. Cornish Pasty Company. Cornish Pasty Company. Not pasties. pasties. Give it a no, shot. Yeah, Something else. No, yeah. Give it a shot. Or, yeah, check out the Cornish Pasty Company. It's not cover different place. different. <laughs> different place. might cover something different. No, but it's really good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's all I got. So, in the meantime, check out UFC 263 as well. You might get some pasties. You might get some pasties. <laughs> Who knows what you're going to get. If you get you on Patreon, you're going to get some, some, you're gonna get some pasties. You're getting and a half if you head on over to patreon.com slash the <laughs> Roadshow. Do whatever you want. But, you know, most importantly, thanks for listening.